There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 18 Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Blog Talk Radio. Phenomenal morning, everyone. How are you doing today? I hope that you're having such a beautiful day wherever you are. And if you are listening uh, to all our episodes, uh, it's going to be another transformational, amazing um, discussion. So I want to welcome you to Liberating Inner Beauty Revolution show, a platform where we get together and share valuable information, wisdom, and creative so we can all break free from Vicious Psychos and Rediscover Our Higher Self. I am Lucia Gabriela, your empowerment coach, and also a love energy healer, sensuality mentor. And today I welcome you to experience from seed to your liberation. In the past year, um, we have been so excited that we're celebrating the first anniversary of a show, uh, The Revolution Itself. And we've been so honored to have met amazing mentors, speakers, healers, coaches, artists, and revolutionaries who are changing people's lives with empowerment, inspiration, motivation, and work. Uh, early in the spring, uh, I was asked to be part of this amazing project called In Pursuit of the Divine, Written Story to Empower a Woman's Soul. In this book, 30 amazing, inspiring, motivation, motivating divine goddesses have come together to tell the transformation story that changed our life, but also they share with us how they were able to navigate through their struggles to find their inner goddess and allow them to step up in their own game and lead others through their transformation. For the next season or so, we're going to be interviewing every single one of them and learn more about the fascinating story and ask questions that can help you to break through in anything that's happening in your life right now. As I always, I inspire everyone to... Grab everything that you hear today, have a pen and a paper on the side, and really write it down, whatever you is in alignment with you. So for today, we have the honor to have Susan Hanna in our show. She's calling us from New York. How are you doing, Susan? Welcome to our show. Thank you, Lucy. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, Susan is calling from New York, and she's having a... Um, uh, a nice, beautiful day so far. <laughs> Sending you all the sun, all the all the love there. Um, I want you to introduce yourself a little bit about uh, who you are uh, and share um, a little bit about your chapter in the book. It's called "Emerging from the Wellness." Very hot topic. <laughs> wellness, I love it. <laughs> I can see your wild person. So, <laughs> so well, um, it's. It's interesting, you know, when people ask me these days about introducing myself and who I am because that has really changed so radically over the last, um, I would say, seven years. And 
basically many, many people know because I've shared my story in many different places, but for those who don't know, uh, about seven years ago, I started a journey, an actual a trek across the United States uh, with my golden retriever, Grace. And it came to me after I had ended a pretty unhealthy, toxic relationship where I had hit a personal and emotional bottom in. And so for me, this was a really conscious choice for me to face my greatest, greatest fear at the time, which was my fear of being alone, because I had been in a marriage and in several relationships since the time I was 18 as a way to avoid being alone. So for me, this was a really conscious decision, but it was inspired by my dog that I got at the time who came to me in a very, very synchronistic way, which is a whole other story, which I won't get into, But basically, for about 20 years, I've been a psychotherapist. I've been a spiritual coach. I have spent years and days of my life guiding other people through their greatest challenges. And at this stage of my life, I started feeling a little bit like a fraud. And the reason being was I was in a really dark place in my own life. But yet, every day I could help people through dark challenges in their lives. And so... It was a very, I felt very incongruent and I felt like a fraud and I knew that there were certain things that I needed to face in order to step more fully into who I know God created me to be. So I took this trek. It was an amazing experience. It was challenging. I spent eight to ten hours a day in the wilderness and in the deep woods and I say in my book that's coming out, I say that somewhere between New York and Montana, I met myself for the first time. So nowadays, uh, I'm actually closing my private practice, my psychotherapy practice, and I've created a program based on my own journey called The Wilderness Walk. And it really is divinely guided and developed and created to help people who really want to do the deep work in connecting with their radical aliveness, because I believe that so many of us, unfortunately, go through life feeling very numb, feeling very detached, feeling very flat, and not feeling fully alive. So that's part of what the Wilderness Walk is really about. And I'm really excited. We're actually going on our first Wilderness Walk journey starting in June, and it's completely sold out. So I'm so excited. Um, And it was all inspired by my own journey. And I really believe that at this point, I am actually in a place where I am doing exactly what I was created to do. So it feels good. Wow, that's that's awesome. And you said that you had the Golden Retriever with you. Yeah. I love yeah, golden she... retrievers. <laughs> so Who doesn't love a golden retriever? I know, right? And the picture you have is so beautiful. I'm like, oh, gosh, I can take that dog and, like, push him all over. Hopefully he's yeah, around she... with you. Yeah, I always say to people that she really isn't a dog. Um, she is walking spirit in fur because she is a very unique, anybody who meets her, um, she has a very unique gift. She is uh, a therapy dog, but she's also 
I believe, I always say in my book, you know, I was very blessed to have a daily walk with Grace because that's her name. And she really embodies the essence of what I think unconditional love and spirit is. And she really is a very gifted dog. And I have been told at least by three intuitives that we have a very deep sacred contract. So I believe that she was placed in my life to lead me on this journey in order to create the wilderness walk. So I, I bow in gratitude to Grace because she really has been a incredible mentor, teacher, and gift in my life. So I adore that dog. <laughs> the reason why I was mentioning the golden retreat part is because um, as I'm becoming aware of you uh, while you're saying, um, you the way that you describe her as she's your mentor, your teacher, you have a secret contact with her, and she's golden. And you know that in mm. the spiritual in the spiritual realms, uh, when we work with masters and spiritual beings, you know, the golden is pretty much a symbol of sacredness and a symbol that uh, masters work with. So I'm not mm. surprised that the golden retrieve that is golden, gold, it's kind of mm-hmm. like your mentor because it's uh, she's um, she like says she had to take a contract so it's like such a like you said synchronicity synchronicity going on with um, working with a mm-hmm. you know a master dog <laughs> like that mm-hmm. you've been there for your journey um, that's why I was pointing it out too because it's, uh when when I saw it and then you just mentioned the story I was like oh wow like look at this that's like, how amazing that is. Is it how do you yeah, feel like No, go ahead, go ask your question. No, you can go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say when you said that I actually got goosebumps because she really is a um I believe a divine teacher. And when I say that we have a sacred contract I have been told on many levels, in fact, I've been writing a spiritual memoir about our journey across the United States together, and I had somebody approach me who is an intuitive who said to me, you need to write this story in her lifetime, and I said, why is that so crucial? And she said, because you believe that you're writing your story, and she said, actually, Grace chose you to write her story and she is actually here to teach and she's using you as the channel for her teaching and that just I mean I wept when I heard that because I just knew it to be true and I have anybody like I said who's come in contact with her has felt a very strong energy from her and a very strong presence from her and the things that she has taught me has been greater probably than any other mentor or teacher I've ever had because of her ability to sort of deep, you know, connect deep into me on a soul level. And, I mean, she's taught me the power of living in the present moment. She's taught me about unconditional love. She's taught me about surrendering. She's taught me about faith. I mean, she's taught me so many crucial things that when I say that I, you know, I bow to her, I truly do because she really is a divine presence. 
Yes, um, I always um, I always have thought this way too that a lot of times we feel like uh, in a spiritual community or spiritual world we think that uh, you know the masters or angels uh, or divine beings are going to come to us in the shape of uh, of human beings instead of like fairies mm. with human shapes and um, uh, that's why like I'm still like in alignment with shamanism because of like the spiritual work that um, actually I feel like animals and plants come to a divine master to, and, um, and help us to, to awaken more and, and to, you know, to empower ourselves to, you know, help others. So it is just beautiful, your story, but also like what you just said about is uh, your duty to write about her, not too much about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but about her. So... Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? I was going to say before, like, isn't that beautiful how animals come to our life and also help us to uh, to discover more about who we are? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny that you said that about plants and, and everything else because one of the things that I write about in my book is that, you know, two of the most powerful teachers on my journey were grace and also nature, and because that was the whole point of being in the wilderness, was I have always felt that I have connected most with spirit when I've been in the woods. And when I am surrounded by nature, the things that nature has taught me, and it's interesting because both of those beings, both of those essences are things that don't communicate through words. And I think very often we are seeking and searching for someone to tell us what to do or tell us how to live. And the two most powerful things came to me through entities that don't speak. Um, So I think that that's a very powerful thing. And I also love shamanism. And I, I do think that we very often miss the powerful teachers that exist out there that are not human. And I think the more we can connect with those, um, because they are really pure energy and pure spirit. They don't have egos, so they're not um, in any way blocked by an egoic mind. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I think nature also is a really, really powerful teacher. Yeah, like you said, um, something very crucial here, you said that um, the masters, you know, like the, the divine beings, literally, they don't talk to us. They don't, you know, we don't hear them. And I remember clearly that, um, you know, part of the enlightenment is about silence, like communicating mm-hmm. to the heart and just silence of the mouth and um, the brain. You know, we don't need to connect in that um, um, in that mind, you know, uh, mind energy. As long as we connect with mm-hmm. the heart, with animals and with the plants, uh, we can communicate so much better, and we really share the meaning of true life. And and I believe that um, I am very positive, sure that um, when you are not home or when you are not with your um, with grace, with grace, uh, I believe that when she, um, she missed you, you miss her, but also you can feel her around you when when you have to travel mm-hmm. or something like you are so connected that. That even when um, 
maybe people tell you that when she when you're not around and you're coming back home, like she can sense you, she can ready for you. <laughs> I, I know that interaction with animals and, and it's like so beautiful because they don't need to say, Yes, come here and you know, I'm gonna give you you know, talk talk. Like we just talk to them and they listen to us and they give us those puppy eyes. <laughs> and yeah. I think like with <laughs> they give you those puppy eyes and, you know, especially also cats, they look at you like, and if they look at you and they you can really see it. I don't know, like, I feel like everyone out there should stop one day of just even doing anything and just spend time with your animals. And if you don't have any animals, go find somebody else's animal and then return it back. Mm-hmm. And, and just spend a day with, like you said, wildness and with animals and and kind of like tap into the eyes. Look at the eyes and allow the eyes to give you some kind of sense of, of grounded and some sense of, of, of love because they really reflect what true love is, you know, unconditionally. Even if you go to, I mean, don't go to the zoo because those animals are kind of frustrated because they are out of the habitat. But go to the, you know, the wildness and just see the rabbits and uh even the crocodiles dryers on their own environment, you know, here, you know, cocoa dryers in Florida. But mm. don't get too close, though. But just look at them <laughs> and <laughs> don't get too close. But just look at them, their beauty and the essence of it. That would be yeah, the it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting you said that about the heart piece because one of the greatest lessons that I learned on my journey was to get out of my head and my heart because I have always been, um, as many, many people who are probably listening and out there, you know, a very cerebral person. And I lived a lot in my head and I rationalized and I analyzed. And it's part of, you know, being a therapist and, and doing what I do. But one of the things that I really learned on this journey and also through the mentor that I've worked with, Diana Van Zandt, that I really needed to get out of my head and into my heart. And one of the things that happened for me on this journey was that when I would be in the wilderness and I would be with grace, I would feel things very, very intensely and very deeply. But also one of the great things that animals teach us is how to live through our senses. So everything smelt different and everything felt different and everything tasted different because that's how that's how animals live is really from their senses and they have very strong six sensory beings because they're very spiritually connected so that is a really crucial thing about finding a way to get out of our head and into our hearts and I think it's very difficult to do that through the intellect we really need to do that through our senses and through our emotions and that's a really key piece too of the wilderness walk is really finding a way to connect to the essence of who we are and not in who we created ourselves to be based on external messages that we've internalized or what other people think that we should do or what we need to do, but really getting in touch with who we were created to be, who we were called to be, which is very, very different. So that's another great, great lesson that she taught me and that the wilderness taught me was really moving out of that head space and into the heart space. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, 
one other thing that you talk about, um, how to live into your senses and the connection with the heart. And, um, uh, in my, also in my, uh, my area of work with sensuality work, uh, people think that, you know, I just want to point out because sometimes it's very strange to explain it all over again. But people think like the word sensuality central has to do with, um, with the physical part of like the dirty, you know, the mind focus of it. And I have to teach people to, like you said, how to live into your senses from the heart. That's when you truly mm-hmm. experience the true senses of what is. Because if you think about, um, there are two types of different senses. You have the mental mind senses. But then if you live your life from the internal heart sense, senses, you know, like you can see from from your heart, you can smell from your heart. It sounds like a little too um, crazy for some people, but if you already mm-hmm. have been doing some kind of work, internal work, it's, it's about like shutting your mind and listening from your heart and, and mm-hmm. smelling from your heart and touching from your heart. And so when you actually in the physical experience, you are touching, you're smelling, you're hearing, you, um, everything is like amplified like a million times. And you, and that's yeah. what animals do. They live from the heart and they all their senses are like a thousand times higher than humans because they're not doing it from the mental mind. They're doing it from the heart, the passion, and, right. you know, in that spiritual level. So it is beautiful, and I'm so happy that you bring this up about how to live into your senses because that also brings uh, the natural sensuality in women and men and couples and everything, that because we are sensitive beings with, sens- you know, sensual beings in a good way, you know. I don't, people, please, whenever you listen to me, just take that dirty concept out of your mind when it comes out of my mouth, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because everything comes from the high body. So, so please, right, don't link me with something dirty, okay? Unless, you know, I have dirty clothes. But other than that, <laughs> everything comes from the heart. So I love the fact that you're bringing this whole how to live from your senses. It's like, I love it. And it, it, it's a beautiful lesson. The animals give it to us. And we don't make the time to really learn that. Uh, uh, so so you mentioning all the time your um, wild nerve block. And, um, and, and how does that work? I mean, share a little bit of your, your program. I mean, Throw yourself out there, solid girl. So what is it? What is it? I'm like you mentioned it all over and over, and I'm like now I'm interested. What is it? Okay. Well, basically, like I said, it was it was inspired from my own journey and my own wilderness walk. And of course, my wilderness walk was a very literal one, but it was also a very metaphorical one and a very spiritual one because what I began to realize when I was spending all of that time, and I'm talking sometimes months at a time in the woods, I started seeing the parallels between what I was encountering in the woods and my life. I mean, I can't tell you how many metaphors that the woods have for our lives. I mean, everything from, because one of the biggest things is that when you hike in the woods and you hike in the wilderness, there is nothing but uncertainty because you don't know what's going to be around the next corner. You don't know what's going to be around the rock, behind the bush. And really what are one of our greatest fears in life is the unknown and uncertainty. And you get to a place where you can begin to embrace that as opposed to fear it. So when I created the program, The Wilderness Walk, 
basically what I wanted people to be able to do is to go into the wilderness of their own minds, of their own hearts, and begin to be able to look at, to acknowledge, to feel, to experience everything that they have spent years either running from, avoiding, denying, rejecting, because until we're willing to go there and until we're willing to really see ourselves completely naked, then we're really not in a place of full acceptance and we're not in a place of internal freedom. Because as long as we're running, as long as we're hiding, we're not in a place of complete acceptance. And one of the things that I tell people is that when you come from a place of incongruency, which means you're, you're, there's too many things about who you are that you, you judge, you deny, you reject, then everything outside is going to be a reflection of that. So your relationships, your business, your, you know, the way that you look at the world. And so if your external lens is a reflection of your internal landscape, then you need to really focus on what are, what's going on internally, which, by the way, most of it is unconscious. We're not even aware of it. Um, so the Wilderness Walk is really, it's a three-month experiential journey. It is not, I don't even call it a program, because really it's an experiential journey into the internal wilderness. And there's four components to it. There's a virtual component. There's a group phone com- component. Then there is a live retreat component at the end where we actually go on a wilderness walk. And it's a very, very powerful experience. And I say to people, it is radical transformation. We've designed it. My partner and I, George Herrick, designed it for radical transformation because we believe that we spend way too many years in the self-help industry really focusing on the cognitive. And so we designed a program that really got to a deep cellular healing so that people can actually viscerally feel what it's like to make an internal shift. So that's basically what the program, The Wilderness Walk, is. And it is for those people who are willing to want to see what life is like beyond the edge. I mean, we all sit there and say, oh, yeah, I want to take that leap of faith, and I want to jump into the unknown, and I want to take those big risks, and I want to see what can happen, and blah, blah, blah. But we never do it because we're paralyzed to fear of what's going to be on the other side, and yet we crave and we yearn to know. So we stay in that place of stuckness. So what I tell people is the wilderness walk is a chance to get to see what life looks like beyond the edge. And it really is about going from being numb and into radical aliveness. And those are the two main things that I think people will get out of the experience. Beautiful. And how people can go to your website. What's the website's name? Yeah, you can, well, you can reach me at SuzanneHanna.com or you can go to the Wilderness Walk at TheWildernessWalk.com. It's all one word. And um, it'll explain more about what it is there. And if people want to reach out to me on social media, I'm on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest, LinkedIn, wherever. Um, I'm always happy to talk to people and 
and it, you know, happy to answer questions or whatever else anybody wants to share. Mm, that's awesome. I really like very beautiful the work that you had put together. And um yes, and going back to the book <laughs> um it is so beautiful that you brought all the story into um you brought an animal um, you know, into the book itself because it also give it more of a sense of um of wholeness to the whole pro the whole book. Because the way I'm saying it like the way I look at it is like you know, my magic number is uh, three, you know, uh, that mm. I was talking yesterday to Shimi, and, like, everybody's chapter seems like it's related to a specific number for them, like a very meaningful number for them. So what's the chapter number? I I actually think I'm, I think I'm 29. Okay. I'm well, not sure, but I think I am. Because we were talking about, like, she's number 11, and because, you know, she worked with uh, the level with the angels and all that stuff, and she was, like, so shocked that that happened. So we were like, oh, I'm going to be asking everyone now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> we're going to be asking everyone that chapter now. That means something to you. Let's see. Um, well, if yeah. you think about it, 29, 9 plus 2 is 11, so that's a very spiritual number. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's true, 29, 11. Um, and yeah, and the two and the nine itself, by their own, they're very powerful too. So, um, yes, it, what I like about that your story of uh, coming to the whole thirty, uh, thirty, thirty stories, like thirty empowerment uh, days. I would say like it's a whole program for everyone. I believe that every story will help people to transform their life after thirty days if they read it in thirty days. Okay, don't skip a day, guys. But uh, read it in thirty days. And I love the fact that there is animal involved in in this too, because like I said before, it makes us feel whole, right? like more connected to the earth and more connected to uh, to the animal kingdom and more connected to divine guidance coming from a superior being that it doesn't have to be a, like angel, but it's you know, or human shape, but it comes from like in a dog shape, like in a in a beautiful. Cuddly doggy. <laughs> I love the picture. Mm-hmm. When I, when you when you posted that picture, I was like so in love with the with the dog picture. And actually, when you asked, remember uh, which picture it was good? And I said, Oh, go for the doggy. <laughs> I was very happy you picked the doggy. <laughs> so yes. Um, anything else would you like to share? Um, I know the book is coming on May thirtieth. And I believe that uh, you're excited. Anything you want to share about your excitement about the book coming in? Yeah, um, I yeah I do. I mean I, you know I've written in you know, collaborated in other endeavors and everything else. And um, I just you know Krista, who is the compiler of the book, she came to me also at a very synchronistic way at a very synchronistic time and. And I'm one of those people that I really feel and need from my intuition. So when I feel very intuitively led to something, I know that it's going to be something that's going to be very powerful. And so I was very intuitively led to her, and she was intuitively led to me. 
So I, I'm very excited about this book. I also am very excited about the fact that it is really a book written by women who are sharing in a radically raw and honest way about their own journeys and their own stories as a way to inspire many, many other women. And I think one of the things that I say is the components of the Wilderness Walk, which I think this book really embraces, is truth and transparency. And I think if we can live our lives in a place of truth and transparency, then we can walk through with an open heart and open eyes and not live from a place of shame or a place of secrecy or a place of self-doubt. So I really was inspired by the fact that these women were willing to be radically honest about their own journeys and very transparent. And I think anyone who reads the book will will see that. And I'm hoping that it will empower other women to also be willing to be truthful and transparent. So that's all I would share about it. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, and also, um, as I'm putting it together, um, that also one of the principles that you uh, you express and you teach is about uh, being truthful into the wellness. You know, like everybody mm-hmm. here is is putting themselves in that role of of you know sharing everything we have uh, without knowing mm-hmm. what's really going to happen. Like we, I mean, we know that the book is going to be out there, but uh, yeah, some people are afraid uh, of have fears of the story coming out. And some of us, you know, I, I say some of us because I always include myself in everything uh, in the pot. So I always feel like we we have some kind of feel like what people are going to think about us, what people are going to, how it's going to judge, how it's going to be judged the book. How, like we have those, you know, fears and, and, and con, you know, concerns and all that. But we all there like just doing it and we don't know where we're going to go. But uh, one thing I want to tell everyone, yes, please, buy 20 books, 50 books, uh, May 30th, so you can help us to be a bestseller. <laughs> That's the only thing I tell you now. And don't worry about who you're going to give it to, who you're going to gift it to. Don't worry about it because you're going to find amazing women and people in your life that's going to need that book because it's definitely going to be a book of transformation for everyone. So be um, start buying your Christmas present now in the month of May so <laughs> you can have it for the whole year. So that, that would be one of the things. But, yeah, we are all, like, getting into this without knowing. And like you said, we all have fears of not knowing what's going to happen. Uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Of course you're going to be, like, freaking out. And you're going to be like, oh, my God. But um, it is beautiful, like you said, embracing not knowing. One of the things I, yeah. I, in my personal life experience is um, I have been able to get to the point of embracing not knowing. Uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to one of my mentors, too, that he's in California. His name is Michael White. And, uh, you know, in, in the work t- with the work together, we can learn to uh, – embrace the fact that we have to be guided by our divine masters and our divine being and our higher self and that they have a better idea, a better work plan for us than we do it here in, on this third dimension world that where our mind is on, on the way, you know, it's, it's on the middle yeah. and it blocks us, totally blocks us. 
And when we're talking about working with our higher self, we're working from the heart level. So our heart is making all the things that are possible for us that goes beyond what our mind can even reach. So when we allow, allow us totally surrender, I was talking about surrendering the other day, it was we allow ourselves to totally surrender to the divine uh, plan and to uh, a higher self and to our heart. I only, I always say people, I only surrender to love, nothing else. I, I pick a bottle, but I, I will only surrender to love. And when you surrender to love and you surrender and you just let go, you just totally let your higher self make the plan and you just totally don't expect how, you know, how you're going to turn the corner or how, you know, whatever. Like you said, going into the wildness. Um it's a beautiful experience. I just experienced that, and it's like it takes a, it takes work, like you said. It takes work, but if once you get there, it's beautiful. And and working with him, I was like, wow, this is what it, this is about. And it's not about you know planning our next visit or time together or our next stuff. It's just about like we don't know, but we just follow a, a, a divine guidance. And it's mm-hmm. a beautiful work that you're doing. And really, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for bringing that to to the world right now and on the message with a grace. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah. And I, the last thing I will just say is that, you know, really all it takes is a willingness and a readiness. And, you know, grace is already there. So all you, all we need to be is open, willing, and ready. That's it. All right. I have to write that word. It was wilderness and readiness and grace is already there. That yeah, is, willingness. Is <laughs> All we need is willingness and readiness and grace is already there. We just got to open ourselves up to it. Did you just make that up? <laughs> I did just make that up because seriously, that's how my experience was, is that I just was willing and ready, and when I was willing and ready, grace appeared. So that's, that's, a, that's an amazing thing because I think too often we block ourselves from it, and, you know, we need to understand that grace is always present. Yeah. That's and, and your dog name is Grace, so that's why I'm saying you just made that up because willingness and readiness <laughs> and Grace is already there. So we're gonna have exactly. a piece of your dog with all of us, okay? So you're gonna have exactly to, <laughs> a little hair. I'm gonna have to go to New York and get a little hair of Grace, and I'm already gonna have it there. I'm just, but that was a beautiful willingness and readiness, and Grace is already there. That's a tweetable, everyone. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. There you go. It was awesome talking to you today. Thank you for having me. Yes, and hopefully you will be at our 12 o'clock p.m. hangout on our Google Hangout. Hopefully you can make it. Probably not today, but I will be there Sunday. Awesome. So we'll see you on Sunday. Hopefully uh, Grace is there too because we would love to see that. Beautiful, great, yeah, awesome, yeah. <laughs> next, to, next to you, okay, awesome. I can pet her from far away, okay. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Suzanne, for coming uh, to our show. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. And I hope that you got a whole bunch of stuff like I always do. Um, make sure the next time you listen to us, bring a piece of paper and pen because you're always going to get a lot of tools, a lot of goodies that you can implement in your life right now. One of the things I want to um, always restore, uh, bring it up to you guys is Every speaker that comes to our show has amazing, amazing tip, amazing wisdom, and I hope that you please uh, take one, one tool that you got from there and apply it in your life. I can bring as many amazing speakers, inspirational mentors, and healers to the show because my goal is for you to break free. My goal is to, to really for you to, to live the life that you deserve, the life that you, you are, you know. You are an amazing being in this planet, and you have a duty to fulfill, you know, and be happy. And I'm here looking and searching and getting amazing, amazing people. So take one of the uh, inspirational tools that they give you and apply it in your life. Do the work. You know, I bring you the material. You pick what it works for you, what is in alignment with you. Uh, amazing speakers, the websites are in the show. Always, you can go to them. Hire the coaches, the mentors, get support for God's sake. Don't think that you can do it all yourself. That's not going to happen. That's not true. So get your support. Uh, hire somebody that is in alignment with you. Get into a program. Get in a program like the one Susan has that is the wellness blog. You know, get, get the work done. And I guarantee you, when you do the work, you're going to see changes in, in your life. You're going to see doors opening and windows and even the ceiling will open for you. But just get the work done and be ready to transform your life. That's all I have to say for today. Thank you so much. I'm going to say my final bye and thank you, Suzanne, again. You can say your final bye. I love you guys so much. Bye-bye. Huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000-square-foot showroom is Court-certified, guaranteed, and in stock, ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Candley Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.